Yo. What hey, up, here we are. Here we What's are. up, world? Thank <laughs> you, everyone, for joining us. Episode 108. Uh, we used to skate 108 Skate Park when we were kids. Now <laughs> we're on episode 108. <laughs> Who would have known? But uh, I like here that. we go. I like yeah. the reference. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I don't know. I just thought of that. But yeah, I'm very stoked for this episode. We have a very, very, very special guest. Wow. What a history. Skating um, royalty know- right here. Yeah, I mean, I know this guy personally for a long time, and I'm actually really excited to catch up with him as a friend. So, um, yeah, looking forward to this episode. How are you doing, Austin? I'm all right. I'm a little sick. I apologize for anybody who thinks I sound funny or whatever, but we're going to get through this because this is what's important. <laughs> Man, even when he's sick, he looks great. He sounds great. It's perfect. Austin, oh, I thank I you for joining us. I definitely don't feel sick. great. <laughs> but you don't feel great, though. Up. Hopefully I cover it up well. Yeah, you, you are. Um, we're thank you for joining now. us while... Yeah, we're gonna have a good time, and I'm really excited to get into these stories and uh, talk with a uh, ski for his nickname and Eric Perquette about all this uh, history. You know, this guy's probably done the biggest gap in skating ever. This might mm. be one of the biggest gaps ever done between skating, skateboarding, maybe BMX. I don't know. It, it's uh, you can definitely bring that kind of stuff up. But um, thank you everyone for joining us. Please, as always, if you don't follow us on all of our social media platforms, please follow us on Facebook. Give us a like. Go to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Um, if you like what you're hearing, go to our YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. If you like what you're hearing, leave a comment. Share the video. Um, these interactions really help with us. We have an iTunes. You can give us a five-star rating. You can give us a review. And it helps boost our podcast. So we get blading podcasts in the mix with all the other podcasts. And kind of helps us and and skating as a whole i believe and yeah believe. if you <laughs> and if you want to see more if you want to see more stuff we have uh exclusive content on our patreon you could be a patreon member for as low as three dollars a month we do um what do we do we do three pieces we do um inside outs we do which are like trick tips we do um section reviews with with our guests so we're going to do a section review with our guest at the end of this ski he has some incredible sections and we're going to be going through some of those sections with them. So that's just to name a few. And if you're a Patreon member, you are get put into a lottery every month. We do a random selection and someone who is a Patreon gets to win something for free from our online store. So you could do that for as little as $3 a month. And we really appreciate the support. So um, that's a little view. If you're watching us online mm-hmm. and not listening, that's some shirts, some beanies, some three panel hat, five panel hats, um, Met mugs, got all the stuff. So the three panel yep. hat we should come out with. The fucking. I was about to say the three panel hat. What is that? <laughs> a teepee. That's, it's like that's a teepee. just that's <laughs> just a teepee on your head. Is what it is. So awesome. Um, yeah. So that's my spiel. Please uh, and thank you for listening to that again. I'm, if you've heard it many many times, I appreciate you bearing with me. And if it's your first time, please uh, maybe take into consideration some of those suggestions I made to do. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff in there, and we filmed a bunch of stuff a few weeks ago when you were in New York. Uh, a few of it's edited already. We're just waiting to put it out because we had other stuff going on this week. Next week is also a very busy week as well. We're going to be um, at the Blading Cup, so we have a bunch of live episodes next Friday going up. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to post more info about those as well. And yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up the next couple of weeks. So thank you all for your support. Yeah, that's going to be fun. The, you know, we got the Blade Cup weekend, not this weekend, but the next. Mm-hmm. So on that Friday which is, by the way, my birthday. We're going oh, to be doing... Is. Yeah, we got three... We're going to yeah. be doing three different live episodes from my house in Long Beach. Um, Them Skates is going to be doing a grand opening of their new shop. So congrats to Them Skates. Huge shout out. 
Um, John has been working his ass off. The entire team has, and the event is always it's been ho- holding it down for how many years? Like I don't even know, but it's uh, it's always getting bigger. It's always getting better. There's going to be a ton of stuff going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the Blade Cup. So if you're in town, make sure to make it down. And uh, if you if you're on the fence, do it. Come out. Do it's it. going to be a great event. Flights are cheap right now. At least if you're in the states, flights are cheap right now. So they are. No they are cheap. My, my, my buddy from Atlanta, he just uh, checked out one from Atlanta to LA round trip, like 160 bucks. Yeah, mine was like 170 from New York, and that wasn't yeah, even the cheapest. Good. That wasn't even the cheapest flight. That was just like the one that I chose. But yeah, so I'm hyped for that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Everyone, stay tuned for that. Hopefully, we see you guys all at the Blading Cup. But let's uh, bring it in. We have our WTF this week which is a returning WTF from yes. the Ro- Roller Skate Twins, but they got another twist on their trick. Last time we had them on was a different negative acid combo, which they called, I believe they called it the twin acid, but now they have another negative reverse citric acid. I don't know what it is. If you have a name for that, drop it in the comments below. Um, they deserve to name it since they invented the trick, but let's hear what you guys think about this because that, as far as I know, is an NBD. So, Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, I haven't seen like a few of the tricks that these girls have done. And uh, to be honest, at this stage in the game, you know, in 95, it was a bit easier to invent tricks. Around 2010, 2015, I didn't think uh, any other grinds would be able to be invented. But lo and behold, in the past few years, uh, these girls have done some things I've never seen before. So just want to give them a huge shout out and, and continue to encourage them on their skating together and uh, inspiring other people who, who skate. So you could follow them on Instagram, uh, Roller Skate Twins. Yeah, they're awesome. It's, I think uh, flexibility is clearly... Uh, a deciding factor in the tricks that they do, but right. that's what happens when you start young like that. Who knows? These girls could be gymnasts or something like that. They're 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 flexible. They got their legs going in all types of different ways. Um, big shout out to the I was about to say. Ones. I was about to say if you start that young, there's a chance you might be able to keep it as as you get as you get older. I don't that's know. True. It's uh, who knows? But yeah, theories. That's cool. It's all theories. <laughs> yeah, theories. Uh, before we keep it moving with our our guest, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Blank. Check out Blank Skates, uh, Blank Rolling Products. There's a link in the description to their uh, website that they just launched at uh, Blank Rolling Products on Instagram. Give them a follow on Instagram as well. They just announced a new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate. There's a bunch of YouTube review videos. We put one out the other day. Um, there's a brand new skate completely from Rollerblade, brand new sole plate, liner, shell. Um, definitely check it out. And we got this little ad from Sean Keen, the man himself. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Keen, out here in New York right now with the Blank Rollerblade team. We're all out here skating my pro skate for the first time in the public. Yeah, we've been developing the skate for about two years right now. Worked with Kyle Solo on a lot of the parts on this skate. Came together really nice, hope everybody likes it. It's gonna be the first release. It's gonna be a beta drop. It'll be a couple sizes, but the whole point of it is we want the public to test these out too. They're gonna be able to try it, give us feedback, and we're gonna make changes to the skate for the next final production run of all the sizes. So it'll be something everybody's happy with. I hope everybody's really stoked on the skate, because I know I am. So yeah, I hope everybody enjoys this new skate. So be sure to cop a pair and try them out. Let us know your feedback. Hell yeah, it's Blank That's by dope. Rollerblade. Hell yeah, super sick skate. I've been riding on them for a couple, like a month or two now. Uh, I love them, they're really awesome skates. They, you could tell there's a solid skate by a company who's been making skates for a decade, so they definitely know what they're doing. And everybody... 
check out that new skate. It's uh, pre-orders, I believe, are available now. So check them out. Blank by Rollerblade. And big shout out to Sean Keen. Yeah, definitely check that out, Blank. And um, I got to say, it's just incredible to see Sean Keen or any of my like new or old like favorite skaters skating New York. I just he oh, yeah. just looks so good on him. He just skated New York so well, and <laughs> it looks uh, good on him. <laughs> Yeah, it's just he's an incredible guy, incredible tricks, and it's and it's awesome to see him get a skate, as I said before. So huge shout out to Blank, huge shout out to Sean Keen. That's a good point. Uh, I would like to see a lot more. Like there's skaters, a lot of really well known skaters who really haven't had much footage or pictures or anything in New York. Like big names. Have you ever seen? I mean, talking about old school stuff, like any Dustin Latimer clips in New York City, maybe like one or two. Um, Shima's maybe one or two. Also, Chris Haffey. Yeah. Like imagine a full. New York City Chris Affietted back in the day, like that would have been sick as fuck. Yeah, I mean a- Alex Brasco knows these things. Yeah, he you knows. Know, he, he, <laughs> he he knows these things, but that's cool. I mean, it's it's a good looking skate uh, city on film, and especially when you get get a good skater behind it. So, oh yeah, um, that's really cool. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Anyway, enough of me babbling. What should we do? Talk to our guest? Um, sure. That sounds like a good idea. I think we could do that. Cool. All right, let's do it. Everybody, please welcome our special guest. Eric Perquet. I don't know. I had the. What up? Oh, yeah. There's the cheers. I didn't have the cheers going at first. What's going on, guys? What up? Chilling, chilling. Just uh, excited to see both of you and, uh, you know, talk about blading. It's been a long time for sure. Yeah, man. It's it's First of all, it's like. Really good to hear your voice again. I remember just talking to you on the phone a second ago and just being like, man, it's just nice to hear his voice and good to see you're doing so well. It's been what, like we said, like 15 years since we properly hung other than like seeing each other at the Blade Cup. And I want to get into like your entire history with everything. But first, um, a lot of people listening, some are watching. I got to ask, where are you? Because you look like you're in like some uh, like a station with a lot of buttons behind you and in a control tower. What's, what's happening? Where are you? Uh, I'm at my machine shop. I got a machine shop um, about 10 minutes from my house. So I do a bunch of machining, um, welding, fabricating. So just got a big ass machine behind me. Um, it's where my <laughs> laptop is all the time. So it was convenient. I'm already here working, so. <laughs> Sick. All right. Well, um, thanks for taking the time to to talk to us today. I know that like uh, a lot of people like want to know what you've been up to, and especially like the legacy you left behind with skating and everything. Want to get into all your sections, tricks, uh, Esco Zoo, Be Unique, Black Hearted collaboration, everything like your huge history in skating. But um, I'm I'm curious to know where. Uh, it began for you because I know you're a guy from ESCO, but uh, how did it all come together? How did you get into skating? Uh, so I kind of started out with like some rollerblade Zetras, like the 303, the three wheeled ones or whatever, and kind of did a little bit of like roller hockey just in my neighborhood with the friends and uh, my brother and stuff. And then they opened up the ESCO skate park, and that's where I just ended up pretty much every day after school, um, kind of quit doing sports and just hit the skate park every day. And there was, you know, all the pros from ESCO, Eric, Robert, Louie, all those guys, um, they were there every day. So it was just a cool thing to go hang out with them and, and learn from the best. Yeah, that's... Um... Straight into it. 
Yeah, I definitely remember like seeing you like back in the day at the Esco Park and hearing the stories from the Esco guys, ha having like had seen you there early. Was there like a a video or or something that happened that made you say like, oh, I'm a skater now, or was it just like after school you're like, ah, I like going to the skate park, skating suits me, or was there like a pivotal moment where you saw this video and you're like, ooh, that's what I want to do, or someone like that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I remember being down there one day and. Uh, Bo Coddington approached me and gave me a copy of Transcend, and I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, these are all the people I'm already skating with every day, but they're actually all in this video and and a part of it, and um, I watch that shit every single day, literally probably a few times a day. <laughs> so, yeah, Transcend that was, was the first video that I rinsed. Yeah. There was a clip of you that, that, in like a early battle my crew or something like that, right? Like five forwarding over like a transfer. Was that at the Esco Park? Was that you? Yeah. I don't yeah. think it had a name that on was it. Actually, I think it was VG fifteen. I want yeah, to say. Yeah, I, th I think it was fifteen. Crews. Yeah. And that, that was, was actually like, like one of the only contests I ever won, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Which was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I remember that clip actually. You that 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 was the time like the helmet and the skates were like bigger than you. You must have yeah. been like what? <laughs> 13, 14, 15, you were pretty uh, young there. Yeah, I was probably 14, I think. I, I wasn't driving yet, so I was like 13 or 14. Hmm. Yeah, that was like everyone's first sighting of you, I guess, because you weren't, I don't think it had your name in it. I'm pretty sure it didn't have your name in it. And I no. remember because I was like a little kid at that time also. So other little kids stood out to me and I'd be like, oh, this little kid's killing it, <laughs> you know? And lo and behold, what you've become afterwards, but... Yeah, that was uh, it's it's funny how you just like slipped in a video groove like that out of nowhere when you were so young. Yeah, I was definitely pumped on that one. That was cool. <laughs> um, so I remember meeting you back then, um, and actually like knowing that like you were from that trick that was first seen in the VG VG fifteen battle my crew, and some of your other tricks that you were like had a, you really like to do big tricks, big gaps. And I think one of your most famous clips, it's, I, I believe it's on the internet with like over a million views. It's been shown so many times, just this massive 180 at UCI. Um, I remember you telling me this story back in the day. Um, I think it was separate from like the older crew, like you filmed it with your crew or like a different crew. But I remember like there was a lot of pressure and I found that story to be really interesting. So I was hoping like you could kind of get in depth into like telling the story of the 180 and what led to it and, and everything before it. Yeah. So, uh, I was filming with CJ Miller, who was my friend at the time and just a, um, a buddy from ESCO. And I remember he lived in orange County. He moved to orange County and I would end up taking the train with like Brent Hicks and a couple other buddies. And we would go up to orange County and skate just everywhere. And, uh, we ended up at Irvine one day. And I remember, um, I think Mike Radabaugh, I definitely remember him being there. And I was just kind of blown away. Like, damn, this guy's like the rail master or whatever. Um, yeah. And I remember him, we were just looking at the double set and I was like, you know, kind of contemplating it. And he was like, no fucking way anyone's ever going to jump this. And then I kind of had that stuck in my head for a while. And we came back like, I don't know, a week or two later, and I tried it and did it first try. So it just fucking happened. <laughs> I would but hope I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I kind of remember t you telling me, like, uh, 
you looked at it and and you said you were going to do it, but you need a car. And then like one of your friends like was like, oh, I'll get the car up here. And then like he got. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to skate and do it. Like you can't skate fast enough. And I was like, I would definitely do it, but we need to get a car in here. Uh, So CJ, the guy who was the filmer at the time, um, was going to drive. And he, you know, handed the camera to another friend of mine. Yeah, here it is. And um, he he pulled me with his Volvo, which I, we have crazy stories with that thing. Like we almost died in that thing trying to jump it <laughs> and, and all kinds of crazy shit going on back then. But um, yeah, he got it in there like 10 minutes later. He pulls up with the Volvo. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, this is it. <laughs> like it's, it's do or die. I got to do it. Um, said I was going to do it. So manned up and did it. Crazy, Dude, man. That's I can't imagine there's like, I know Billy, you've talked about this in the, in the past about just doing gaps in general, but there's like a point of no return when you're doing a gap. Like, I know Billy, you always said the way, best way to do a gap is skate as fast as you possibly can because you can't bail. Like you're going too fast to bail at that point. So you have to go for it. And that's like yeah. a straight up do or die. Like you're getting skitched by a car and you cleared it by like 10 feet at least. So, and there's like, you're not wearing a helmet, nothing like <laughs> it's it's just like completely insane and almost out of nowhere because um you weren't like that known yet compared to how you were later on so that was huge to almost come out of the gate with a trick like that in a video yeah that was definitely way early in my career um and i remember basically after it happened we drove straight back to esco skate park to uh the rock and roll skate shop um who mark rankin owned at the time and uh he was just everyone was there shitting their pants like holy mm-hmm. fuck dude this is the biggest gap ever done like you gotta you gotta show everybody or whatever and you know obviously it it made it into uh steal this video i think later yeah no and, uh, no that was the uh in the ender of the intro for steal this video yeah. um yeah, I mean, he, I guess he was being a good friend. Like he he wanted to make sure you cleared it, you know. So he definitely put his foot down. <laughs> right. on well, I was the gas. Say, yeah, just go, just go as fast as you can. I was gonna say, do you know how fast? When I feel comfortable. Do you know how fast yeah. he went by any chance? Wow. I think he was going around forty-five <laughs> when I let go. <laughs> Yo, and that's there, there was one attempt where I did like just pull off to the side and like ate shit in the grass, but. I was like, okay, that was fast enough. One test run. We didn't want to get the boot. So it was like, all right, do it now. Let's go. Well, you did kind of get the boot because in the clip, uh, the the cops or security were like coming at you. Was that after you did it or uh, before you no, did it? No, that was a whole different day, different school, everything. Uh, cam- movie tricks. By Jan right, right. Welsh, movie tricks. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. It's funny because we had Jan yeah, on last week. show up, but there was, there was other people there like tripping out. Uh, of course. Like anybody. non-skating people, right? Yeah, yeah, because you know it's at a college, so there's people just walking around the campus or whatever, and just like, what the fuck are these people doing with a car in here? And they heard the car, fucking obviously driving fast and shit. So. Is, is the car even allowed up there? It doesn't look like a road. It looks like a no, no. It wasn't a road at all. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, you know where it is. Yeah, you guys have both been there probably. That's what I'm saying. It's like the path where kids walk to school and shit, and you just took a Volvo going 45 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> right that's pretty pretty crazy and i think that's the biggest gap out of any sport i mean it's not official i guess but i've never seen anybody on a skateboard scooter bmx anything 
jump any gap bigger than that. So that's pretty crazy. Right. It was, it was pretty hard to measure like the exact height, like we tried to, but, um, from what we got, it was like six inches lower than leap of faith. It was like just under height wise. So it was right there. Pretty damn close. Oof. And like doing also like at like 40, 45 miles per hour, um, the distance, I don't know. Did you have time to think up there or was it just all so fast? No, I mean, I was just like, just, I was doing gaps back then. Like it was, it would, you know, I would do a 16 stair, then a 19, then a whatever, like just bigger, bigger, bigger. And I was like, dude, this is not, none of it's phasing me. So I might as well just keep going. And, um, yeah, it was right around the time I, I actually tried leap of faith like four times. Um, I'm not sure if it was before or after that, but it was right around the same, uh, same time. Oh, I didn't know you actually tried the leap of faith. Is that in anything? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's in a video called Eight Wheels. It was on VHS. So you were super young when you did that, like. Yeah, super, I think super. I tried leap of faith before the twelve flat twelve. Damn. So this is a perfect opportunity because I was going to ask you if you could have, if you thought you could have done the leap of faith, but you clearly tried it. You didn't want to go oh, back was... after that and be like, "Oh, I got the leap of faith easy now." Yeah, I I thought I had leap of faith. I just. I don't know why couldn't do it at the time. <laughs> it's one of those things like you, you feel so comfortable, but just couldn't couldn't lace it. The you leap polluted everybody. Yeah, it did. Yeah. You didn't want to go I back afterwards. Like I couldn't go fast enough. Like I was skating as fast as I could to it, and then I was tired by the time I got there. Mm. I heard something like it's a bit of like it's not necessarily flat, like the um, you know, yeah. so it's like a little yeah. uphillish. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I heard something slightly. like that. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Mm, that's uh I don't know, man. That it, it's crazy that to, just to have a trick like that that's just lasted the test of time for like over 20 years. Um transcended sports. I'm sure you've seen the comments like uh the, the clip has like over like a million views on YouTube and everyone's like, "Wow, like everyone from every sport." And uh it's still having be like that almost being like the limit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. it's like you can't really do much more than that. Like that's mm -hmm. kind of where you got to leave it, you know? Um, right. I don't know. What, does it feel cool to still like – do you ever like look back or like uh, recognize that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean I just kind of wished like we had like a fisheye angle or like a better camera at the time. But I mean it was what it was. It was just being in the moment and and enjoying it. So – it was cool. Yeah, that that's true. If you would have done that, um, maybe a few years later, you would have had like a photo for a daily bread, like a photographer would have been there, multiple camera right. angles, like something a little more official. But you were just like, that's what made that clip so. There, so there awesome actually too. was uh, pictures of it, but I don't know where those ended up. Uh, there was a photographer, Scott Dukes. I don't know if anybody oh, knows yeah. him. But, Definitely. Um, he took photos of it. I just don't remember what they where they went. Hmm. <laughs> How do you photos. not know where those? How do you not yeah. know where those photos go? He, you know what it is? He must have messed it up. Or These are like film days. The, like I probably had the pictures, but they're on a computer I had, you know, twenty years ago, and it's just wow. fucking gone. Damn, what a shame! Wow. I same, same with the tape. Like no one can really find the tape. Like last we knew, Jan had the tape, and then all of a sudden it's gone. Oh, we might see it on the vault later. Yeah. Shout out to Jan's show, The Vault, where he goes through his old yeah. tapes. 
but um <laughs> I, I don't know if you know <laughs> yeah jan's got a jan's got a show he we just had him on the last podcast it's called the vault where he goes through all his old tapes so it might turn up on the vault right that'd be really cool to see that footage cool. again that like yeah. the raw footage of that too and everything because everyone's flipping out um when billy i don't know if because we always talked about eric doing the stadium gap did you take him there when he was in staten island Eric's been to stadium. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was he that? He talked about doing about that. The one where you, where you gap to roll the ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember we were there and you talked about jumping the whole thing? Yeah. I just, I don't know why. I just wasn't feeling it that day. And it was just like, eh, maybe, maybe another yeah. day. But it's yeah. something like that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah. That, I can't believe you. I can't believe you gap to roll that shit. That's still sketchy as fuck, too. Ah, uh, thanks, man. We got a video keep coming up. out. We got a video about <laughs> that coming up um, in the next day or two. So everyone, stay tuned for the next rewind with Billy, where he talks about that actually, so you can see exactly what set we're talking about, whatever. But um, yeah, it, was that bigger or smaller than the? No, I think set? I think it was like the same size, or I think the other one was longer, right? Like UCI, right? And probably yeah, I think just UCI was a little bit longer, but probably about the same height wise. I mean, I don't remember. Yep. It's been so long, but yeah, yeah, it's they massive. were both really big. Yeah, massive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically you crushed that gap, but then <laughs> now you're to steal this video that's thrust you into this world of skating. Um, now you're like, as far as I knew, you were like the, the younger guy hanging out with like all the older guys and like Esco and like, a part of all that. So uh, what was that like to kind of transition into like getting in the mix from all that? Because like you said, from back then you were like looking up to people like Mike Radaba and, and in like, you know, kind of more with the skating with the home crew, but now you're like getting in there with, uh, what was that like? Um, it was cool. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, fun at the time. And I got to meet a lot of, uh, a lot of people around the country, around the world which was awesome. Like I, I would never trade that for anything. Like just meeting, meeting everyone was the best thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you've had some like really cool trips from, you know, um, New York to, to England for a while. Uh, yeah. I want to, I want to get it. I want to get into a bit of all those, but what was your experience like in New York? I know we were hanging out in New York and, and you got down with be unique and it was, like that was like a special time in skating, like the be unique, uh, the whole team and and the, and the kind of like a movement that was going on. If I if I do if I will say, but yeah. um, what was that like? Your first experience in New York with all that and like you know because that was an exciting time for me. Um, yeah, it was rad. I I had always wanted to go to the East Coast, and you know we did like a tour for like two weeks or a week and a half or something. And I ended up in New York with you and got to stay at your house in, in Staten Island for a week. And that was fucking awesome. You know, got to actually enjoy it instead of just like traveling through state to state to state. So um, thank you very much again. You showed me an awesome time and and uh, got to meet a lot of cool people and skate a lot of cool spots that I'd always seen in videos and never thought I'd get the opportunity to skate. So. That was definitely fun. And I yeah, think we glad, actually glad we might. Be... I'm sorry. I was just saying I glad glad I got to be a part of all that, you know, and um, be a part of the be unique movement. That was fun. Good times. No, that was that was really cool. I think we might. Austin, do we have a no, clip? I, as handy? we were saying that, I, I, I realized I I didn't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, good. But uh, we, we were talking about like there was like there was a clip of you. Um, 
with Ramel in the subway station, the guy on the violin where Ramel improvised, mm -hmm. just those like really fun epic moments in skating. Um, you know, actually, let's for for a second let's let's step off the skating thing because um, we'll come back to it. But I know because uh, you know you were really big into jumping gaps and doing all this, you kind of transitioned into like motocross a little bit for a while. So how how did you get into that? Well, because I, I saw you, I'm like, oh, that that's perfect. That fit hmm. that fits in perfectly. Big how did you uh, make that transition? Right. So I had been, um, you know, my parents took me to the desert from a young age, and my whole family's been into it. So I think from like six years old, actually, way before I started skating, I was already riding three wheelers and motorcycles in the desert, um, and I'd always been into it, and I just kind of lost that lost touch with it um, while I was skating. And then I, you know, just kind of got back into it as skating kind of faded away. A lot of my friends out of high school were still going to the desert and um, just kind of went back into that. So that was something you yeah, had I mean, interest before. It reminds me of the Dave Ortega story. Like he BMX first, went into skating and then went back into his BMX phase after he was done with skating. So very similar to what you have. Yeah, I, I was into it while I was skating still, just not as much while I was traveling and everything. But um, I'm definitely still into it now, um, actually going this weekend. So should be a fun time. Oh, nice. Good, good place to go yeah. party for sure. <laughs> to party. <laughs> That's a good pandemic yeah. uh, thing, event, uh, activity to do because there's no, obviously restrictions or anything in the desert right yeah <laughs> were you doing a lot of that during the pandemic yeah yeah definitely that's when i got back into it a lot more when everything shut down it was like mm. well desert's open let's go and it's fairly close to my house it's only like an hour and a half drive so it's not bad at all yeah that's cool like uh it makes sense actually like you being from esco because esco has like a lot of like people like that are into like dirt bikes and like those big dunes because it's all like the desert nearby so that's right. uh yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Reminds um, me of Napoleon cool. Dynamite. <laughs> go out to the dunes. How so? In Napoleon Dynamite, okay. didn't his grandma go out to the dunes and she was like racing uh, dune buggies in the in the desert? I don't know. That's just a reminder. I've, I've never seen Napoleon Dynamite. What? So oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, let's. I'm actually want to come back to that. I'm bouncing around a little bit, but um, let's talk about you getting down with BHC, like Mark Treble going out there in England. Uh, we're actually going to, after this podcast, we're going to watch some of these sections that you shot with these guys that are just absolutely epic. So how did you become a part of that? Because I know Dominic was also part of BHC and like you guys were close, mm -hmm. like through the ESCO house. How did that happen? Yeah. So uh, I met them at the ESCO skate park. They were out here, um, you know, just on vacation. And I me and my friends had cars and they, they didn't. So they wanted to get around and have us show them spots. And, uh, we, we basically just took them everywhere and ended up, you know, becoming really, really good friends with all of them. Um, we just clicked really well. So, uh, it ended up being an awesome thing. And then I ended up skating for, for BHC, which is, you know, Mark's, uh, company right here. Still repping. Um, yeah yep. yeah love those guys um they they know how to have fun and uh and show us a good time when we go over there too so it was that's a, cool do you keep yeah you know, they're like they're like touch? family now. Do, you, do you keep in touch 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. I talked to Mark just the other day and um, a bunch of other guys as well. That's awesome. Huge shout out to Mark and Kat. Great people. Yeah. Um, BHC Wheels. Yep. That's they're, they're really sick. Have, they're about to have a kid any day now. So. That's, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome for them. Congrats and in advance to Mark. You know what? You know what's funny? Like forever, and I, and I mean no disrespect. Like you were like the baby of like the crew, um, and and the younger one. But you're a father now. I am. I am. Yeah. I have a three and a half year old. Um, he's freaking awesome. He's uh, he's such a character, and he's he's starting to ride his little electric bike now and ripping around on that. So it's it's fun to see where where he's gonna take that. Oh, get him started early, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was uh, he was riding on a little electric quad before he was walking. So, damn. Oh, that's perfect. He's definitely gonna be a little little stunt devil. Oh shit! That's awesome. Breeding him out there, man. Look oh, out for yeah. that in the future. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so, dude, how how did you get into like everything you're doing now? What are you doing now? Like, I like I know you were. You said you're you're a machinist, and I know you worked on cars and and motors for a while. But uh, what was that transition like? Um, well, actually, like, what was the transition like from, like, I guess starting from the end of – started to realize, oh, maybe skating should be something I do less. I'm getting more into this. And then uh, how did everything transition for you? Um, so it wasn't really like I was thinking that I should be skating less. It was uh, – we were out in the desert, and my mom crashed a three-wheeler and broke her back. And so I ended up having to stay home and take care of her for like a year at least. And I, I kind of couldn't do the traveling thing. And I slowly got into, like, I didn't have a job at the time besides skating. So skating was kind of all I had. But when I had to start taking care of her, um, I had to stay home. Um, luckily, I got to work at Sunshine Distribution, the Razor's Warehouse. Um, mm -hmm just to make a little bit of extra money and uh, where was I going with that? I <laughs> um, just know the transition from like, uh, you know, how you got into, wh you know, where you are now. So you're at like, you're doing sunshine distribution. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, so I was, sorry, I was staying at home a lot and I started tinkering with off-road stuff as far as welding and fabricating in my garage while I was at home taking care of my mom. And I ended up getting a job at a machine shop um, through that because a guy came to me asking for work or for me to weld some stuff. And uh, I, I just ended up getting a job at a machine shop because I took whatever I could at the time. And I just went there and learned everything I could and worked my way up through the system to where I was on one of these machines, like the same exact one behind me. And just ran with it that's your like warehouse i guess now or whatever it's called yeah a machine shop a machine shop there you go so you own one now like your own yeah you're the boss yep. damn that's what's up yep, that's sick so <laughs> you you made something like really successful out of skating you know at after skating pretty much and that's awesome to see people like succeed like that and, and move on to other things that you clearly are the fucking boss <laughs> like you know that's, that's like, sick to see Right. Um, I need to go grab. Sorry to interrupt. I need to grab my power cable for this laptop's about to die. So oh, okay, need I need go to ahead. do that before we before we lose connection here. Go ahead. 
Me and Austin will chit chat. I just want. Oh, we lost him completely. Hold on. Oh, he he, he even last. That was good timing, I guess, because we he he's thing just died completely. But um, anyway, I just want to shout out this bro boss in the comments. Said Eric super stoned, and he says I meant stoked. <laughs> okay. Nice. I just nice. like that one. That was, a one. that was a good one. Uh, uh, hit that yeah. like button if you're watching, by the way, too. We don't have enough likes on this video. We appreciate everyone who's viewing right now. Um, hit the like button, though. It helps us. And subscribe if you haven't already. Yeah. And shout out to our sponsor, Blank. Um, it's really nice to be talking to Eric again, honestly. Seeing that he owns his own shop. Wow. You know, it's really cool to see when people go from a life in skating to such a solid, successful life and working for themselves because, you know, sometimes the skating life could be a bit chaotic, you know, if you if you let it get to you. But it's just awesome to see that he made a really good transition out of uh, out of all that. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, just the general, just seeing your people succeed is just like, that's what's up, man. That gets me hyped. Right. That gets us all hyped. And um, yeah, that's just what it's all about. You want to see your, your people do good in life. So awesome. Good job for, and, for Eric. And when you see it like through hard work too, right? Like mm -hmm. it's not like he was just like, yeah, I just uh, took what I can get, got a job, got a job at a machine shop, started working the big machine, saved, found a spot and just built it up like that. Took it and ran. Look at that. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's really cool. Look at I know that. it's also from, it's also from like one of the nuttiest guys ever. <laughs> yeah. That one eight, that 180 and some of the tricks he's done is absolutely insane. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know, but that 540 from the KFC video, uh, I think it's KFC. Four? I think it's KFC three. Is Which it one? four? Which I one? think it is KFC four. Um, no, I'm not, I think it might be KFC three, but whatever. It's he 540 is the double set and he like he go. it's frame by frame and he goes into each 540. That one's like another one, like 11 flat 11. Huge. It's crazy. There was no gap too big for him. I think we have him back. Well, yeah. No gap see. too that he couldn't. There we go. We got oh, him. We don't hear you though. Guy. Oh, there we go. Now we hear you. He's back. Yeah, we were just, yeah, yeah, we were just talking. We had to go run and grab no. the cable. Th it thanks for joining us again. But no, yep. we, we were just talking about how it's so cool that, uh, you know, after skating and after everything, you were able to, uh, Find what you can get, work at Sunshine Distribution, find a machine shop, work the big machine, and then build your way to owning your own shop, man. That's a hell of a journey. That's something that's like really impressive. Yeah, thanks. Um, it was kind of just a hobby, you know, um, doing shit out of the garage, and then it just turned into the full-time gig, just not really planning it, just like skating, following what you love and, and just putting everything you have into it. That's awesome. Um, I have a skate-related question because we were talking about BHC before. I know you had a, a bunch of pro wheels from BHC. BHC. Did you ever have a pro razor skate? You didn't, did you? No, I did not. What's up with that? <laughs> Was that ever in the works or anything? Uh, no, no, definitely not. They never um, came to you or anything? No, I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do you ever feel I don't like know you that I really one? deserved to pro skate. Like I didn't feel like I did, um, so I wasn't really too mad about it. I mean, I don't think Billy got I... a pro skate either, did he? Nope, not Didn't. from razors. And I, I think Billy was ahead of me as far as getting a pro skate, 
and there was other people that that deserved it as well that didn't get it. So I'm not really too mad about it. Razors was a really tough company uh, to get a skate for back in the day. They had so many killers. It was Murda, yeah, you know, Aragon. Shima, yeah, exactly. You know, Dre, Aragon. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, so I think you. Could I wasn't. Been I wasn't honest. quite on that league, and it's all good. Hey, but it's cool to still have like pro. You got the pro wheels, BHC. You know, that's um, that's yeah, cool. I mean, they they definitely helped me out in other ways. I got to travel and and hang out and party with everyone. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not mad at it. Are we so- do do you like? When was the last time? Just curiously, like, do you keep up with it? Do you, like, when was the last time? Like, do you ever like want to like put on the skates and fiddle around? Do you have a pair of skates? Um, just curiously. Yeah, yeah, I still have quite a few pairs, um, and I still would like to. I just don't because uh, most of my friends either quit skating, moved away. I mean, I, I see that Shrine still skates, and they got a new new park in Esco, so I might hit that up with him pretty soon. That's sick. That'd be cool. We got to see more more clips. A lot of people came out, especially, obviously, like you said, with uh, the the bike stuff. Over the pandemic, a lot of people came back to doing what they used to do, what they grew up doing. So a lot of people came back also from the pandemic. And it's really cool to see a lot of older guys, legends in the sport, come back and, and get back into the sport. And now it's as easy as ever because you could just go to the skate park now. They didn't have all these skate parks back in the day. So you just said there's a new Esco park. So it's like easy just to strap them on, go to the park, mess around for a little bit in the morning, get back to work, do whatever you got to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I actually built my own little rail at my shop. So I, I had one here for a while and I was messing around with that a little bit, but um, just kind of felt like I was going to get hurt on the damn thing. <laughs> I was you, about to say, you could probably build some badass stuff over there at the shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually, I actually built uh, one of the rails for um, uh, Jeff Akers over at Razors. Um, hmm. His little, he's got a metal rail in the warehouse there that I built for him. So. Oh, yeah, sick. Oh, so. Shit. Oh, so here you go. Anyone who's listening to this, if you're throwing a competition in Southern California and you want something funky built, hit my there man up. What What's the name of the shop? EP Race Designs. I EP like, Race Designs in Escondido, California? I feel like yeah. there's a well, contest in, in SoCal actually, coming out. It's right next door. San Marcos? Sick. Yeah. I feel like there Very is a contest cool. in SoCal soon. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I feel like there is one coming up in the next week or so. <laughs> right. probably, too, probably, too, probably too late for that but in the future for yeah, right? other events a little more heads up than that uh, are you, uh, you kind of mentioned you, that you didn't want to get broke off on a little P-Rail you're like the type of guy right who would probably get more broke off on a P-Rail than jumping like a 20 foot gap or something like that right yeah that, that was usually the case uh, even just skating like small ledges and shit because I wasn't like the super tech guy so when I'd go skate with Murda and Billy and these guys they'd be <laughs> shredding these ledges and i'm like okay well let's go skate like a big down ledge or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah big down ledge is where you think also too i forgot right. about that yeah. what was it what was it about the big gaps that like just didn't scare you i guess because most people will be highly intimidated by huge drops they hurt your feet they hurt your knees your back uh they're just dangerous as hell like how were you not scared of it uh i was still a little bit scared but i just i liked the adrenaline rush of it uh, more than anything. So, mm. I, and then I, I just, it came naturally to me. Um, so I ended up doing all kinds of gaps. Anytime there was a gap, 
looked fun. Just hit it. Yeah, no, that 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 makes that made sense. Uh, when when you when you see your like that like your dirt bike and stuff after that, it's like oh, that's just going big and like the adrenaline's like, and that's the cool thing about skating. You know, it, you you can get like if you're like artistic, like Dominic or like some of that, yeah. you you can do that. If you want to get the adrenaline, if you want to be competitive, like you know Aragon or some of these guys from then. Uh, but it, it offers so many different avenues, which is really cool. And uh, it was cool to see you really like embrace and own that avenue that that uh, you were able to function. But you also got tech too, so don't sell yourself yeah. short. But here and um, there, here there, and there, I have here my and there, there, there were some moments <laughs> in there, <laughs> right? Yeah, but um, you said um, as a result of the pandemic, that's when you you started even getting back into. To riding so w what was the pandemic like for you for like your business and then uh getting back into riding uh so for my business it was actually pretty good because i work in the medical field kind of i make okay. parts for a company that's in the medical field so it actually grew oh shit. and business got busier um and then as far as just like getting back into the motocross stuff that never really shut down so it was just kind of always open and it wasn't affected so it was good sick that's awesome man and it's cool to like rediscover um the things that you like because in skating it turned out like a lot of people came back as a result of the pandemic because they had some free time on their hands and like what am i doing i haven't uh i have so much free time i've been so busy like five days a week we're doing all this i have some spare time and people rediscovered skating so um, it was cool. It's cool to hear that you were able to like, you know, rediscover riding, but it would be cool to see you get out there with Shrine too. I'm just going to put mm -hmm. that out there. We also got to get Shrine on here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely need to get Shrine on here. And, uh, I, I definitely will reconnect with him and, and go skate soon. Definitely. You'll see that coming up. Sick. Keep an eye out. Follow, follow Eric Burkett on Instagram. <laughs> I might be a little rusty, but you know, we'll, we'll strap him on. <laughs> oh yeah. People just want to see so you like, skating. So like back in the day, who were like some of like your favorite people to skate with, favorite people to film with, uh, most uh, inspirational figures for you? Like what what like really got you going? I mean, definitely Shrine, uh, Robert Leavanos, Louis Zamora, all those guys. Obviously, um, they knew all the spots. They were obviously really good. Uh, so they were they were the best people to skate with, and then. I had a friend, uh, Mikey Albritton, who was also killing it. And I looked up to him and we, you know, we thrived off each other and, and skated a lot also. Sick. Yeah. Mikey Albritton. I was always wondering what happened to Mikey. I haven't heard his name in a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I actually saw a little post of him today on Instagram on blades, but it was on like just some big wheel skates. Um, but I haven't really heard from him in a while. I don't know. I don't think he's blading anymore, but um, he just kind of lost touch with it, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, the, the, the big wheels. It'd be cool to see. What do you think? You want some big wheels in the desert? That could be fun. Nah, with the big nah, tires? <laughs> I'm just I'll, I'll stick to the motor. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, like, about the motor, like, uh, what was, like, the – do you have something like in skating where like you have something that was like one of the biggest things you've ever done? On a dirt bike? Yeah. Uh, not really. No, haven't really like hit like huge gaps on a dirt bike or anything. I like to just kind of go fast through the desert. 
and you know going over different obstacles and all kinds of shit so no, nothing that's like oh man i hit this huge jump or anything crazy try yeah. and keep it kind of mellow because you get broke off real quick on a dirt bike yeah Austin, can't hear you. Yeah, I can't hear Austin. Oh, I said this guy likes to says he doesn't like to do big gaps on his dirt bike. <laughs> like I almost don't believe that. I mean, on a motocross track where they have big jumps, I'll hit most of them. But there's there's gnarly stuff on a dirt bike track that still scares the shit out of me. And you're a dad now, you know? Yeah, yeah. I gotta you know tone it down a little bit. You got you got to be able to walk around, like you know, play right. a little catch. <laughs> gotta make it to work on monday <laughs> exactly so do you have any like uh other than like some of the people you keep in touch with do you have any like connections to skating do you have any things you watch are you tuned into any uh avenues of skating where you're like oh that's cool i know like i know i saw you at the blade cup a few years back that was nice but um do, do you keep your eye on it do you keep your finger on the pulse and see what's going on uh, very, very little. Um, I do follow a few people on Instagram and Facebook that I'm friends with that post some skating stuff. But, uh, I think I, I was at Blade Cup because Mark from BHC was in town and I just wanted to go see Dominic and all those guys. So, and you, of course, and everybody else that was there is good to just reconnect. So, um, yeah, I, I keep up a little bit, but I'm not like all in it like I used to. Yeah. It's cool though to go to things like the Blade Cup because it's like a bit of a like, for like lack of a uh, more uh, refined term, it's like a bit of like a family reunion, right? It's like yeah, all these yeah, people who you is. share share some time with, and you get to see them down there. I remember uh, the I hadn't been there for the past couple of years, but the, the last one I was at, I saw Dominic there, and Aaron was there, and uh, had Leo a couple Vanos. of beers. Yeah, Leovanos. It was nice. So um, yeah, it's definitely a good time. I had no idea it was even coming up. So it's this this coming weekend. Yeah, you got this make coming it? Saturday. Oh shit! No, 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 no. Not this I'm Saturday. sorry. Next Saturday. Not, not this Saturday. Next Saturday, okay. November sixth. Right. Yeah. All right. I might have to show face. Yeah, oh, man, it'd be shit. cool. Bring the bring bring the kid down. Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a big event. They got like booths. Like the skating is just a small part of like a big street fair they have going on right. there. I think so I was there last year or two years ago. I think it was there last year. I think nineteen. Was it? I, there was one year it was closed for COVID, so it was probably the year before that. But I don't okay. know. I can't keep tracking where all this COVID stuff blends together. I can't. Uh, yeah, it was probably two years ago, but I was there. Yeah, yeah that that was a good one. That was like the biggest. I mean, I, don't, I don't, might not say the biggest turnout, but like you said, all these people showed up that um, like you weren't expecting. The Veterans Cup went off because there was so many people who showed up. Um, the little kids cop went crazy. The little kids were busting their asses like doing shit that the adults weren't even doing. It was really sick. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good one. There's like, there's, there, we got, the, there's the girls, the veterans, you get to see like John Julio skate. Like the one I was at, the last one I was at, which is, I think the one you were at, uh, or maybe not, you were not the one after that. Um, so Aaron Feinberg skate and win the veterans cup, which was just, I did, a, a, I did see him skate, which was cool. I was like, holy shit. And I actually got to talk to him for a while, which, you know, I haven't really chatted with him too much, but that was cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's a nice treat, like, for things like that. You know, it's like you, you get the nostalgic, like, kidding you to see those things. Like, your, some of your old legend skating, see some, like, fresh, um, incredible girl skaters just ripping some young kids mm -hmm. that are just, 
it's uh skating's at a really cool place so uh it's it's always fun to stop by and like i said they have that like family uh reunion element of it all and then of course there's like great food and and beers i feel like this is a blade cup promo john i'm gonna <laughs> send an invoice <laughs> <laughs> now the more people that show up the better though um eric you were definitely obviously part of the razors family for a long time during like the ego and uh icons days and stuff like that um part of like the kfc tours and stuff like that with aj you've been on probably a lot of tours with all these like high profile other skaters as well like you know dre and all these guys aragon any like memories do you hold fondly that you you could think of or like anything that stands out from any of these tours i know they were kind of wild and you're a dad now but (laughs) anything that like stands out from any of those tours uh, I mean, not really, because it's been such a long time. Um, if you're if you're talking about like the Razors tours and stuff, I just remember a lot of partying for sure, uh, especially with Dre and, and Billy. Um, but I, I'm thinking one of my favorite tours was actually in Europe, and it was one of like the BMAG tours, uh, just because I got to see so many different places and meet so many different people. That was probably the best tour I ever went on. Just yeah, I can see that being the most impactful too because it's such like a a different element than what you're used to, right? Yeah, it was so new and just like mind-blowing everywhere you go. You're just, oh, fuck. Like the the architecture and, and the skate spots were awesome. I mean, skating in Barcelona and yeah. England, Ireland, you know, meeting Albert Huey and all those guys. That was That was awesome. Oh, that's sick that you made it to Ireland. I've still never made it over there to skate. Yeah, that's too. They have rad spots too, for being sick. such a small Al- place. And Al is such a legend too. Yeah, the, the silent yeah. assassin for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Oh man, what was that's your so favorite cool. favorite European country that you visited in those trips? Oh, um, probably England. I, I wouldn't consider that Europe. But uh, England was my favorite country over there. Um, I actually ended up, I have a funny story. I ended up in the hospital in the Czech Republic over there trying to do a gap um, where I I jumped up onto a ledge and then tried to jump off the ledge down a double set and I slipped off the ledge. Um, I think it's in that BMAG tour video and basically landed on my head, got a concussion, woke up in the, uh, like the paramedic, you know, van or whatever driving me to the hospital um they made me stay the night in the hospital pulled the freaking iv out of my arm and just dipped like because they (laughs) wouldn't really let me leave so i was like dude i gotta go like i ain't got time for this i'm trying to go skate and and be with my friends so that was that was one of the craziest experiences over there for sure wait so they they said you had to stay the night and then you you were just like yeah okay and then they left the room you pulled the iv out and you just left yeah, because they're trying to make me stay, and I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to stay in this hospital. Like, I'm fine, you know. I'm, I'm not dying here. Like, I I may have hit my head, but I'm fully conscious. I'm aware of what's going on. I don't need to be here. Like, I'm out. And I just told the guys, like, yo, be down in the lobby. I'm about to fucking pull this out and be out of here. Damn, <laughs> that that's legend stuff. See, that's this is what we're trying to get out of you. This is legend yeah. stuff right now. Yeah. This guy pulled the IV out of his arm. (laughs) Ain't got time for nonsense, you know? This is just a waste of my time. I'm trying to get out of here. 
being being in the hospital overseas must be like sky i know billy you've been in the same situation as well like that's got to be i mean being in the hospital scary enough on its own but being in the hospital when you're that far from home it's got to be like a different feeling you know yeah, not if you're Eric, man. He'll just pull the IV out and get the hell out of there. He's not taking it. Right. Do what you got to do. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Move on. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, man, that's – honestly, that's – was that like one of your worst injuries or or were there – did you – do you think you had worse yeah, than that? Yeah, that probably was. I mean, uh, there was a there was a contest in – God, I don't even remember where it was. East Coast somewhere. may have been North Carolina or – South Carolina, somewhere over there, and I actually ran into Julian Baugh in the air, going over a jump box, and like my legs hit his head. Uh, we collided in the air, and I no basically flipped and landed and broke both kneecaps. Oh, uh, just like straight to the ground from like I don't know eight feet up or something. So that no. was pretty bad. Ah, both broke knee, both what? kneecaps. What? Yeah, I've never even heard about someone breaking a kneecap that I know. What the? So like obviously, right when you hit the floor, you know, like, like fractured it, where it's just cracked. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good either way. You put it. Yeah, I was in high school, and they wanted to put like two freaking, not casts, but like splint type, you know, temporary casts on your legs. I'm like, nah, I, you know, maybe one and some crutches, but it was it was shitty for sure. Oh my god, <laughs> air collision! That is what so I, crappy. Did someone I, film it? I'm pretty sure it's on. It's someone's got to have it. It was at a contest. What happened to Julian? You hit him in the head. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he got messed up. Maybe a little like bruise on his on his forehead or something. But he's, he's too ninja. Nothing crazy. Yeah, you know, you yeah, took you right. took the brunt of it, man. He just he was trying to save Julian. He was like, I'll take the brunt of it. <laughs> Damn, that's that's crazy. How, how long did they put you in cast for that, or how long, how long did that take you out? No, it was just like one of those air cast things that you can like Velcro on and off. Uh, but that was probably like two weeks of wearing it, and then I got over it and just went to crutches, and then, you know, another week, and you're done. No surgery or anything. Got yeah, that. That, that that that's actually that's pretty lucky, and you know, it really makes you wonder because, like, like again, like the the way that you skated was so like you know, you would think you you would have a lot of injuries, but you didn't really have too many, did you? Uh. Not too many. There was there was another one where I like tore ligaments in my ankle at another contest in Ohio, and I had to get taken to the hospital again. Um, <laughs> but no broken bones or anything, so nothing nothing major, no casts or anything. You know, I, I broke a few fingers here and there, but nothing nothing major. That's incredible that you've done the shit that you've done, the, the stunts and the hammers that you've done and walked away without any serious injuries. That's, that's insane. Yeah, I, I mean, I got broke off quite a few times, but I got lucky not to, <laughs> to get too beat up for sure. No, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely risky business. Um, and that's great. Like, I guess some of your worst injuries were a contest. I guess one of them is not your own fault because you like met, you banged into the, the air with uh, Julian. So it's not like you did that to yourself. It's just like a mishap. What was the yeah. other one at the contest? What happened there? So, yeah, I was doing a grind um, on like the top of a grind box on a launch box and then gapping to the ground. And I, I think I was trying to 720 off of like a topsole. And I landed right in the crack of the concrete. So like my wheel caught in the crack and just twisted my ankle. Oh um, no. Kind of just like another fluke thing, you know? Yeah. Damn. 
Oof, my, my ankle twitched a little bit as you said that. <laughs> like I felt that just hearing that. Yeah, that was that really hurt more than any broken bone for sure. Just having ligaments torn. So. Yeah, I was about to say, that's probably one thing you don't miss, you know? Right. I, I did get hurt quite a bit skating. <laughs> Hospital yeah. bills here and there. Well, it's, it's probably good to like... The what? Takes your, takes your whole uh, year salary, you know, when you end up in the hospital and you're like, well, fuck. And I got to skate for a whole nother year and not get hurt to maybe make some money. Oh, it's yeah. the struggles of being a pro skater. Right. Fortunately. Well, am- amateur skater. Oh, amateur. <laughs> according to Ray, according to Ray's amateur skater. <laughs> well, pro for BHC. So let's, let's make that clear. It's, yeah. It's pro level. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's interesting. How, how's the body feeling now when you like past injuries still like, uh, yeah there or around or just uh feeling generally better from like the break no yeah definitely better um i don't everyone always asks me like oh how are your knees your heels or ankles or whatever everything's fine (laughs) good to go (laughs) nice send it down a a 20 set yeah maybe we'll see (laughs) no would you really do something like that again no probably probably not a 20 (laughs) yeah Yeah, I'm, I think sh- sh- showing up at the Blade Cup is enough. That that's cool. Just you know, show up, have a beer. There's a really good sausage place. We go to the sausage place. Okay. Got some good brats. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, I got a few more questions for you. I'm gonna uh, in a little bit. I'm gonna open it up for questions. Before I do that, I would like to say, shout out to our sponsor, Blank. And please, if you don't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. And if you're watching us live. Hit the like button. So, um, as a dad who has your kid riding on a quad before he was able to walk and now riding an electric bike, do you think if he chose skating, you would encourage him or do you think you'd be wary of it all? No, I would definitely encourage him. I want him to do, you know, whatever he, whatever he wants to do, whatever he feels comfortable doing. Um, just like my parents uh, encouraged me to do the same thing. I would, I would be the same way. That's awesome. Is it uh is it scary being a father? I'm not a father. Yeah, I yet. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe one day. But at, <laughs> at the moment, I, I'm not. But um what's it like? Is it does it like like uh Yeah, get into that. Educate me. I want to um, know what that's like. Yeah, it's it's not really scary, but it's definitely uh you have a lot of emotions going on that are very high that are just excited scared you know super happy to to see all the progress he does and just when they start walking they start talking um it's definitely an emotional roller coaster and now he's getting into the stage where you know he says no and he's got his own opinion about all these things so it's uh it's cool it's definitely uh a fun experience and i've I've looked forward to this for a long time Ah, opinions (laughs) <laughs> if your if your kid right. grew up and ended up doing like say he did end up skating or doing whatever sport he does and you saw him doing jumping 12 flat 12 sets of stairs without a helmet on and shit like that like how would you feel about that now that you're on the other side of it yeah i'd, I'd probably be shitting my pants i'd be telling him to put a helmet on <laughs> yeah we, we were a little reckless for sure yeah but, yeah. you know, we, we were trying to push the sport and do things that hadn't been done before. So there's no need to prove that anymore. Like, 
it's it's yeah. already been done. So just leave it at that. <laughs> exactly. Well, and like we said, especially with your trick, like the back then we're trying to push the limits. There was like Carlos pushing the limits, you pushing the limits, so many pushing the limits of how big it can go. And I think uh, the limit was, if not reached, pretty close to being reached. And it's like, okay, well, that's that's it's good for it to stay there, or or it could just stay there as that you know, which is great because it makes it makes that like really iconic, and uh, you'd have such a big impact in this like community. Whether, you know, whatever you do years to come, be a machinist, a father, a, a dirt bike enthusiast or a riding enthusiast, uh, that's always going to be such a big impact to what you brought into skating, like that having had a hand in that, pushing it in that way, not only just in gaps, but in everything else. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Well, you also said that, like what you just said, you were pushing the limits at that time. Was that what was actually on your mind throughout those years, every time you were filming for uh, all those videos, all those sections and everything where you just like, you want to push the limit of the sport. You want to get this at the highest possible point. Was it like for the sport? Was it more for you? Like what was going through your, what was your mentality at that time? A uh, little, little bit of both. I mean, I, I wanted to be in the top level of the sport and I also thought I could be there. So I was pushing myself to do it. Um, it was just out of fun i mean like i like i said the adrenaline and everything was what i was going for and uh thrived off of um but yeah uh i forgot what i was going where i was going with that but um <laughs> i was always just trying to push myself really to see where my boundary was mm-hmm. when when you That's were cool. like filming for sections and stuff did you have like goals in mind I know a lot of people when they are filming for a section, say like you're filming for a raises video, like, oh, I want like to showcase this, this and this in my skating. Did you have that kind of mentality going into it or were you just like filming, just generally pushing the sport and like whatever came out that was like, boom, that was my skating at that era. No, um, I definitely had clips. I, I wanted on certain spots that I'd always been, you know, thinking I could do and, and wanted to push myself to get there. So I was always trying to just push my own boundaries and I definitely think I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. And the totally. sports while you're at it too, but yeah, definitely boundaries were a hundred percent pushed hard. Right. There, Remember there that was always a... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry. There, there was always a spot that like you had in mind that you, you wanted to do like for instance I, I have one just looking at Billy thinking um, the the rail to drop in New York where he lands in the tennis court oh yeah like that was probably something you'd been thinking of doing for a really long time mm-hmm. and I I had plenty of spots like that where it was like you just you always wanted that clip and sometimes you got it sometimes you didn't that's right and just always like visualizing things going there and yeah sometimes it's working out sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. um anything yeah, I, mean, I, remember, come to mind? I remember going to that spot after seeing that and thinking like man I, I i wish i could try that but then when i got there i was like no fucking way this this is too crazy <laughs> that was too big for you <laughs> no uh, it's, i yeah, wouldn't even say big it was just the, everything that came with it yeah. right like it's just yeah right like getting on the rail for me was the scarier part than doing the <laughs> drop had it been yeah. easier to get on the rail i probably would have tried it but I was just like, yeah. I'm more intimidated by the rail. 
That makes sense. That's another one of those. That's uh, that's like a leap of faith thing. That's like uh, some have tried, never been done, and they're going to be doing construction on that place pretty soon. So it's about to be in the books with leap of faith. So they're always doing another one bites the dust. But... Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, hopefully they do construction, like raise the floor like two <laughs> feet high and make it like a nice concrete. <laughs> Somebody just go there and do it. Get rid of that elevator that's in the way. Yeah. <laughs> the one before it. The, uh, P, the P elevator. Yeah. It always just smelled like piss in that corner. But were, were there any tricks like that that you can remember that you've done? Something that you had your heart set on, you got the clip, you're like, fuck yeah, and like you're super proud of it? Uh, where I got the clip or didn't get the clip? Because Leap I, of Faith I, was one I didn't get the clip. Well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I mean, uh, let's see both sides of it because we were just talking about the same thing like with Billy. Like he wanted to get that, that gap at, at Stuyvesant into the tennis court. Didn't really get it, but I mean... I'm sure there was stuff that you had on your list that you knocked off in, in a few of your sections that you have to be proud of, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard, hard for me to think about a specific one, but there was definitely quite a few that I checked off. Um, 12 flat 12 being the, the biggest one. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have some favorites to you and, and in a second, we're about to go into like the, patreon and like go through these sections and watch that um in a sec we're about to open it up for questions and we have some really good questions here but um before we do that i just want to one more time shout out our sponsor blank and uh please hit the like button if you're watching us live austin do you want to get into our uh super chats if we have any by yeah. the way the super chats we get we split them with our guests 50 50 um so feel free to super chat if you have a question we prioritize the super chat questions so yeah we're gonna get into some uh questions from the live viewers if that's cool with you eric yeah definitely down cool i got a quick question before we get into that does anyone ever call you ski still <laughs> no that was that no was strictly in the blading industry <laughs> but what okay. was that name from uh, I, I just went to the skate park a lot with the same shirt and it was a ski mammoth shirt, but it said ski really big on it. So. <laughs> That's super random. Yeah. I think like Robert or Louie or someone was just like, yo, ski. And it just stuck. Do you even ski? Sick. Do I even ski? I have yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not that my favorite been, thing. To do, but... It would have been ironic if you'd never skied before. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> That's funny though. Uh, after all this time, I didn't know where you got that nickname, but it's cool. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to start with the Super Chats real quick. We only have a couple for now. Um, mm -hmm. Carlos Burton sent a little Super Chat. It's, it's an emoji, but it has the full description of it. We went over this last time. <laughs> so thanks for the Super Chat, Carlos. Um, we have one from Project 35 who says, oh, that's not the right one. Is it the right one? Nope, that's not the right one. This one. Here we go. Yo, Ski. Miss you, buddy. We need a session soon with CJ. Congrats on the shop, kiddo. Noah Say. Yeah, Noah. Yeah, he was he was one of the guys from the L.A. crew up there, and he was there that day for sure. At the yeah. He put, he, in the comments, he said he was like, uh, got to get the, the pictures of it because he was there that day. Yeah. Yep, he's one of the homies for sure. Hell yeah. All right, so sick. Uh, I'm going to get into some questions. We got a few good questions here. Um, started with Franco Sorella. Are you still in contact with Louis, Eric, Brent Hicks, Robert? I think we got into that a little bit on this, but uh, not fully. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely, um, I've seen Brent and Robert and Eric recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Louie in a while, but, uh, yeah, I've seen Brent. He just, he has a kid also. And I was at oh, their, cool. their baby shower. That was probably two, two and a half years ago now, at least. So very cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in contact with a couple of people. Sick. Uh, Frank also follows up by asking favorite stunt or trick you ever did. I think we might've uh, alluded to what that might be, but we could get specific. Yeah. I mean, 12 flat 12, but other than that, there's, um, there's one that sticks out, which is like a, a backside fast slide uh, in England on this um, rail called the race course. And it's like a big Chrome rail drop rail. And I don't remember how, how many stairs, but it's pretty long. That was huge. Oh, I it's remember in, that it's in one. the BHC section. Yeah. And I like crushed the fence at the end, yeah. slide into it. Yeah. Stuff. That was massive. That, that one, one I was, was looking massive. forward to. Yeah. One, one of my favorite tricks is actually from that section too. Um, maybe like just a favorite for me, but you, you did this, like uh, this ledge on the left where you just like gap out to sweaty five out, just super oh, yeah. dope. Just like, yeah, yeah, that was I just really like a perfect one. ledge and it, it just seemed just right for it. And yeah, yeah. that was definitely a good still, clip too. Yeah, still a little nuts, man. Sweat stance and like out ledges is there's always going to be that like a risk factor there. So and and that one was done really well. So that's one of my favorites. Not to mention so. the five out. <laughs> not to mention the five out. Let's go. <laughs> um, cool. So Sean Michelson says, I had no idea he was uh, – always on the am team for razors was there any talk of him moving up to pro was there a reason he wasn't i didn't know that either i thought you were pro at some point yeah yeah to be honest i thought because i think you stayed on razors a bit longer than me so i thought they actually did the right thing with you at some point but i guess not no no i was am for life with them Uh. (laughs) am for life shout out alex miranda (laughs) yeah um we got, we got a new super sure. chat in from Shawn yep. Michaelson. Um, th- Shawn Michaelson, thank you for the super chat. Thank you for all the blood, sweat, and tears you shed to put push the sport. You were criminally slept on by razors. Much respect, brother. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Um, Nathan Chase says, question. Eric, we, all, we know you love gaps and sets, but what part of technical skating did you really enjoy? Was there a switch up or maneuver that you always really enjoyed? That's a good question. Great question, Nathan Chase. Switch up I always enjoyed. Uh, yeah, there's actually one switch up that I that was probably my favorite. Um, it's in one of the BHC sections again. I do like an alley topsail, and then slide into a sweaty from an alley topsail. Ah, yes, I remember that. You know I mean, kind of like pivot to sweaty. So mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite ones to do. You had that's what I was saying. You had some tech things, man. Little little things. They're on small rails though. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I remember. I'm not. I'm not gonna let you forget that. <laughs> Austin, did we get a new super chat? Uh, we do from Tree Tree, Tree Tree Rudolph. No question, just a straight super chat. Thank you. Tree Thank Tree. you very much. Oh, he says, Tree. "Oh no, no, it's a an emoji." <laughs> but it says the description of the emoji on it. But thank you, Tree Tree. Um, I do have another question. Yeah, I think this is a, a cool one. Uh, I just had it, but I lost it. Uh, oh, my God. 
Well, okay. If you while have you one, look for that, for that, yeah, I yeah, lost. A, you I lost for a that, tree tree. <laughs> um, I can go to. Uh, well, Frank Sorella has another question. It was one of his. Uh, questions. He says, "What was your favorite razor model and why?" That's a pretty. Good That's question. a good question. Uh, I mean, I was I I was a fan of the Genesis for a while. The Genesis boot when that came out, and then they came out with the. The super light, I think, after that, the SL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Genesis was probably my favorite. That was a good one. Uh, I have another. Frank actually, I, I, actually, I, I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to shout this out because Tim Gazzy said he, he was talking about uh, when you were talking about your kid before he left this comment. He said, "Good luck, dude. They only get wilder and wilder." Got my dude on a quad snow machine chasing moose around with a foam sword up here in Alaska. Just turned five. Ha ha. Shout out Tim Gazzy. Great guy. Great skater. And uh, yeah, often in the comment section. So huge shout out Tim Gazzy, yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, kids are wild. Hmm. Yeah. And then, and then back on that skate thing real quick. Um, pro- actually, one of my favorite skates was like the Shima skate. And when, yeah. they, wouldn't come, when they wouldn't come back with the Shima liner, forever like i rock my shima liners forever and i actually still have a pair that you know if i go to skate i'll be wearing those for sure like the original shima liner yeah With the like big shima it says shima yeah they just re-released that they just uh released not that with last the high liner though i have to pop a pair the sure. liner's not high though like the original though uh, is it not no nah, it says shima but it's lower which uh, i think they should have made a higher liner also but that's funny you mentioned that because i was thinking before like, I picture you skating with, I mean, it's because you're a smaller person also, but, like, your liners or skates always came up, like, really high. And I, I think I remember seeing clips of you in the neoprene jug liners. Do you remember those with the neoprene wrap on the inside? Yeah. Were you a yeah. fan of those? Because I feel like that would be really good for doing gaps and stunts because there's a lot of, like, extra support in there. Uh, I mean, I, they were okay, but I'm not going to try and give away any secrets, but the Shima liners were where it was at. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Sick. Uh, sure. the the price of Shima one liners just went through the roof on Blade Trade in uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you want to do gaps? Those are the liners to have. Damn. Okay. Um, Justin Johnson says, "Are there any tricks gaps that got away that you didn't get to do?" I think we touched on that a little bit, right? Yeah, we leap kinda... of faith was probably the only one. Leap of faith. Um, Brian Barron, my boy, Brian, cousin yeah, Brian. What was your favorite part about visiting Ireland? Hanging out with you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian Barno. Did you have a good time with him? Yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the homies with uh, Albert and Mark and all those guys. Great musician. Really? Didn't know that. Fanta- fantastic musician. I hear you're a bit of a, a drummer yourself. Bit of a drummer myself. It's been a while since I've got on the kit. Austin, Austin too. I played right before yeah. we started the show. Actually, oh, look at him. Got to warm up. He keeps his chops together. Got to warm up. Uh, this is one question from uh, another one from Franco that I wanted to mention. He says, "What do you miss about skating?" Uh, you know, just being with my friends, really. Um, so I work in my own shop by myself a lot. So when I was skating it, you know, you get to see your homies on the regular. That's what I miss about it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, cause I'm, I'm going through the questions and I, and I saw a point that I just want to, wanted to address. 
Um, Nathan Shea said, I think Billy unintentionally made a good point about where rollerblading was and where it is now. We reached the limit. I think that was in reference to amplitude. I don't think we have reached the limit. You could do blading in all kinds of different nuanced ways, and I do not believe there is a limit. Dominic Bruce is showing that these days, so I just want to touch on all the different ways you can skate. Colin Kelso, the, the, all the, the basement guys, and... So, yeah, just wanted to address that while I'm going through the questions here, but uh, we'll take one or two more. I think it's just getting pushed in different directions. That's what it is. There was uh, like an era in 2005 where skating was getting pushed a certain way. Now it's getting pushed to a more technical avenue. So the sport is still always being pushed. You can't deny that, but it's just going in a different direction. I think that's all. By the way, CJ Miller is in the chat. Yo, CJ. And he said he might have the original footage of the 12 flat 12. Might. Might be worth a lot of money. <laughs> Sick. Um, well, you know what? I think actually that's, that might be it for questions. But uh, questions. I want to say uh, – is there more? No, I'm saying that was a lot of questions. That was a lot of questions. But um, before we, we end this, I just want to say uh, what about you, Ski? What was uh, – what about you, Eric? I'm sorry mm-hmm. to call you skiing on this podcast. It's like a like, uh, subconscious thing. Um, what was like now that you're an adult uh, with a business and a child and, you know, interests of your own, what was like one of your greatest takeaways from your experience skating? I know it's a big question, but just curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the greatest thing is, is all the friends I got to meet and the places I got to go. Definitely, you could never replace that. Like you're, you're never gonna meet that many people across the United States, across the world, literally. And you know, came out with a lot of friends, and I, I still keep in contact, and I still meet new people, even now, that are like, man, you're, the, you were the, the legend or whatever. It's, it's good to just talk with those people and meet new people all the time. That's really cool, man. And, you know, honestly, like it's, it's sick to like, see you like doing so well, like I was saying before, and, um, you'll always have that part of skating history, no matter what you do from here on on forward, you just, uh, you're an icon and it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast and great to see you again and great to catch up. And I hope we can catch up again soon. And maybe you'll consider coming to the blade cup, not this weekend, but next and it would be great yeah. to see you, like, like as always. But if not, I'm sure we'll see each other again. And I just wanted to say uh, thank you for taking the time to do this and sharing uh, a bit of your story with us. You're welcome. And uh, thank you for inviting me on here. It was glad to catch up. Good to catch up with both of you guys and and see you guys are doing good as well. Hell yeah. Always Cheers. a pleasure. We have um, one more Super Chat question from Tree Tree. So I don't know if this came up before. But Trichy Rudolph says, uh, was there skates you wanted to skate but couldn't because you were on razors? No, not really. There, there was, you know, companies that would hit me up, USD, Solomon, K2, like all these companies offering. But uh, I just I liked where I was and the people that skated for razors. So I, I didn't really ever want to leave razors. It's a good question. It's a good skate, and you're a good guy, <laughs> Eric. I hope to see you soon, man. I wish you nothing but yeah. the best in life. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Thanks, yeah. man. You too, Eric. Thanks for joining and us. By the way, if you guys are Patreons, exactly. we are going to watch 
a couple of sections with Eric if you still have the time. Is that okay, Eric? Yeah, definitely. Let's do awesome. it. We're going to go through a couple of these parts, so uh, stay tuned with us if you're a patron and check us out later. And thanks, everyone, for joining us. Please hit the like button. And we'll and see subscribe. you later. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Later.